1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
2: Welcome everyone to the Film Vault. I'm Brian Bishop, your host for this episode, which... Public service announcement. Uh, I don't know how many of you listen in the car when little kids are about. <laughs> Maybe this is not the episode for that. <laughs> are it's any of weed. the
3: episodes the uh, episode for that?
2: No, but this especially because this will be highlighting with clips. Top five foul-mouthed characters. There will be cursing.
4: There will be. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, uh, I blinked on mine out though.
4: I implore you to uh, remove children, especially. <laughs> I was going to soft pedal it, too, a little bit, Brian. I had some cutesy ones on oh. my list. I, well, I don't want to burn any of yours. But, you know, for the... There was a couple PG-13 movie uh, guys and girls that I had on my list. And oh, really? I'm like, for that movie, you know, it was a little bit jarring when they said, damn, type thing. No, not quite damn, but some... There, sure. It'll be on my also-rans when we get there. Uh, however, I just decided to go hard.
2: <laughs> and I got clips! How hard? Pretty fucking hard, 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 right? Getting. I avoid... <laughs> I avoided use of the N-word, which would have... Good for you, buddy. Which took restraint. Which took a lot of restraint. I still regret that. I may change midstream,
5: Mm
4: -hmm. but for now, no N-word. Avery's gotten used to cutting it out every time you say it, which is not every week.
3: Avery has calluses on his fingers. (laughs) That's half my paycheck. That's
4: right. Uh, Any ladies on your list? Yes, as a matter of fact. Oh, yeah. How many?
2: well one and a half if that makes sense mm-hmm. One, one really one
4: sorry right. I'm excited to get the list I, I, not a lot of heavy lifting for us because I think that our clips will speak for themselves
2: what uh, if we have any crossover
4: it's pretty it's pretty simple it's just foul, mm-hmm. out, uh, you know what another thing that I decided to do uh, from my time uh, working terrestrial radio not just Love Line but you know I produced a number of shows over there uh, at Westwood One and uh, a lot of time it was my job to uh, be the, the, the language police right mm-hmm. I would I would I would tell the the Bleak guests
2: this and you cut that.
4: I would tell the guests before the, you know the program even began what the rules were, what they could and could not say. I would give them uh, very very evil eyes when they did fuck up. Like I did that. That was unintentional. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would I would actually um, many times I would I would yell at them. I'd get very upset when they were making my job hard. I would get very upset, uh, and I decided you know what I'm just going to go with those rules. Like if 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 they're saying things obviously fuck and whatnot, right, right. but if they're saying them so often. That I would have been very angry with them if we were doing live radio, mm. and I would have had to just pull the plug. Like there, there were times where we just turned mics off entirely, and I went to a song because like we had unruly, like hammered punk rock guests on, which the listener in me loved that. The guy who was on the hook for mm. it and would have gotten busted uh, or possibly even fired for missing fucks, which I did miss a few, uh, that didn't. I didn't find that amusing.
2: At one all. of the most egregious fucks to make it through on Love Line was the night that you weren't there. It was uh, it was a fill-in. Uh, engineer, semantics fuckface. That's right, Jeremy Piven. Yeah, and uh, he said
4: semantics fuckface, and yes. I'm the one who paid for that.
2: That's right. I wasn't then, even there. Do you know, I, I don't know if you even know this. Do You know why it made it through?
4: Because I wasn't there. I was pretty good. Right, cut, but cut. right,
2: but the engineer wasn't helpless. But he was distracted because I believe we were talking movies.
4: You were talking to Ken about movies, yeah. right? So Ken's the one who introduced you to uh, Irreversible One time, he did not No,
2: right, didn't he? No
4: no. I remember no. You guys We t- talked t- about the Tania quite a bit, but I introduced him
2: Okay, because uh, you guys talked about it in early days
4: Yeah, yeah Right, I'm off on of movies, you know I talk about movies, I read about movies, I'm excited about first. movies I'm a movie guy, I like the movies uh, One night, oh, I'll never forget And this is one of, one of the most uh, most reprimanding moments of my radio career That's not a sentence one one of the things that i got most shit for what? was i cut a fuck and it was really close a little too close for comfort honestly but i actually got it because i cut it right when the fuck you heard the fuck but the click that the actual oh, mechanism no. made so it was a digital k- but it still made it yeah, sound I like the full sound. fuck word oh. oh and i got some shit for that one that that i can tell you looking back it was all ridiculous they, they 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 did many things wrong uh, at terrestrial radio, but we were in safe harbor, yeah. and the law allowed us to curse. And we should have ran with that and be like, we're the only ones who are well, willing to actually exploit this law, yeah. this loophole, and just we're going to have fucks left and right on this sexually charged. Until the man. man shuts us down. And the man was like, oh, all of our stations will drop us. Though I'm like, or oh, it'll be like headlines, and we'll, like, you know, radio will be relevant yeah. for a week, and uh, they won't be able to believe what was actually on air so make up your mind here we are and they did and uh love lines no longer in uh, terrestrial radios uh mm-hmm. plummeting continuing to plummet i didn't know that it, that the ground was so far down they're continuing yeah, to how
2: that. far can it go
4: are they in a cavern now are they in a cave are they, yeah, they spelunking going to the center of the earth <laughs> spelunking Spelunking. <laughs> that's white people shit spelunking <laughs> we, we spelunkers that's a, we clone, they clone Tyrone. All right. I also have
2: a bonus uh offering, which we'll listen to just for fun.
4: When, when doing, are we bonusing? It's a before or after?
2: Do you want to hear at the very end or right now?
4: Well, I mean, what if it's one of mine? It's not going to be. How is it bonus?
2: It is from a stand-up special that played in theaters out of theatrical run. Oh, so
4: this is one of your clever picks and you decided better of it? Yeah, you did Bernie the work Mac. and Pretty you much. want to still use it? Oh, it's is fine. that what's happening? It's
2: enjoyable.
3: Should we, should we leave with it just to do it? Yeah, let's the set
2: the table. So, this is uh, a film that was directed by Spike Lee, uh, played in theaters called The Original Kings of Comedy. And this is Bernie Mac, uh, really his coming out party. I think it was relatively unknown at that point. Uh, Bernie Mac explaining uh, exactly uh, uh, what the, uh,
1: a certain word, how it can be used. You seen that motherfucking Bobby? That motherfucker owed me thirty-five motherfucking dollars. He told me he gonna pay my motherfucking money last motherfucking week. I ain't seen this motherfucker yet. I'm not gonna chase this motherfucker for my thirty-five motherfucking dollars. I called the motherfucker four motherfucking times, but the motherfucker won't call me back. I called his mama the other motherfucking day. She gonna pay like the motherfucker went in. I started to cuss her motherfucking ass out. But I don't want no motherfucking trouble. But I'll tell you one motherfucking thing. The next motherfucking time I see this motherfucker and he ain't got my motherfucking money, I'm on bus, his motherfucking head, and I'm out this
2: motherfucker. <laughs> Enjoyable. Enjoyable.
3: Bernie really stole the show. He's one of the greatest of all time. mess that guy.
2: Anyway. That didn't make my list.
3: <laughs> uh, you've seen the clip of him. Uh, y- y- y'all understand, goddammit. it! I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. When he first uh, broke out, oh, it's great. Oh, which he's one like is he's that? like a twenty-year-old kid. He's on uh, Night of the Apollo. And I can't imagine him. I think he was born 45. Everybody was uh, was bombing and the crowd was booing and heckling them. And he just came out there and went, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. And just kept going. It's one of the greatest clips I got to look it up. Just type Bernie in Bernie Mac. Mac, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. And That's it's great. it's it maybe the best stand up clip of all. Enjoyable. Time. Very good.
2: This is on your list. I'm sorry for what.
4: Very good. It is it's not. Okay, it turns good. Out. I, he said motherfucker a lot. You did. I feel like there was other curse words. He, he, yeah, goes, right,
2: the joke was, motherfucker is a verb and a noun. Here's how you can use it.
4: I get it. Extremely enjoyable. I got a
3: side with Brian on this one. No, I was half listening. I'm,
4: I'm posting to our uh, Patreon page. Mm. Half listening. See Extremely enjoyable. Avery's got my back as far as I uh, responded to you. Sometimes <laughs> let us tap out. You, I don't go to you, know want know you I, I tap out. Like,
2: I feel like I should go while you post.
4: Yeah, go ahead. I feel Number like <laughs> five for me.
2: Number five, actually this is good because you will uh, probably tune out anyway if you're talking just about the Blues Brothers. Jake and Elwood Blues, number five for me. They go to visit-
4: um, Just such a Brian choice. Well,
2: they go to visit- uh, I got some
4: Anderson choices too, so I should not talk shit.
2: They go to visit Sister Marilyn Stigmata, aka the Penguin, uh, who raised them in their old orphanage and now is in need of some money and uh, she refuses to take their dirty money and uh, Jake and Elwood- um, can't help but uh, reveal their uh, uh, foul mouth to this uh, nun.
0: Well then, I guess you're really up shit creek.
2: Ralph says nothing.
0: I beg your pardon, what did you say? I offered to help you. Mm-hmm. You refused to take our money. Mm-hmm. Then I said, I guess you're really up shit creek. Christ, Jake, take it easy, man. Now, Oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus, Jesus. Christ. Oh, God, oh, shit. Oh, oh, shit. Oh,
6: Reverse oh, bitch. Bitch. Oh, effect. Now she's ripping him. Hooked up the ruler. Oh.
2: Breaks the ruler over Elba's head. And here comes a piece oh. of rebar for what I you can tell. Keep your hand up. It's all physical comedy. <clears> Good stuff. Uh, they they uh, engender a beating because they can't help but uh, curse. Right. In front of a nun.
4: But she made it worse. Is yeah, that yeah. a commentary on uh, corporal punishment Now how it doesn't really I think work? it was
2: a little bit cruel. Yeah, it was corporal punishment. Probably carried over from the uh, old nun days.
4: All right, number five for me. Bro. Do you ever deal with the corporal punishment from them nuns? I don't remember. I don't think I ever did. I went to a, a uh, it was a preschool with the uh, with the nuns. Mm. I remember they terrified Jesus. me.
3: Jesus, yeah. I was gonna say they're corporal punishing preschoolers.
4: Oh yeah, they did for sure. Jesus. I don't think I don't know if I got any of it. I remember they used to force like open people's mouths and force like beans, what like, Beans? Uh, like, like like green vegetables and whatnot that were part of the lunch menu oh, that my. kids didn't want to eat. I, I remember we're frowned upon today. I think I just ate mine because I was a pudgy little kid. But I I know that my brother had some like forced down mm-hmm. his throat. You he was got, probably got, like four extra butter. I was like squeezing his cheeks. Yeah. <laughs>
2: like, a, like a goose they're trying to fat their liver. Is that
4: just sexual frustration? What is that?
2: No, I think it's actually
4: just mean. Yeah, but why are you mean? Why are you so mean? You know what I mean? You're, you're following the, yeah. the tenets of Jesus and like you, you just become a sadistic. Well,
2: I guess there it's is. It's not like
4: all a, nuns. I know there's some great nuns out sure, there. Sure. Right? There's, there's great a, nuns on both sides.
2: I think there's a school of thought with like a vengeful God, an angry God, you know what I mean? So, oh, they're,
4: they're fearful for the children that yeah. the children might yeah. go astray so they're actually saving them. Literally from uh, an eternity of of, of, of what they're what they're giving them How's in right? that moment. How's your whiskey? It's all right. What? i It's okay.
2: I'm, I'm living. Pigs hair. whistle. P- uh, whistle pig.
4: Whistle pig. I like whistle the name. Pig. I like the it's name. Whistle pig. Hey, Abraham and I are partaking. All right, number five for me yes. is uh, a little basic. I just gave you some shit for you. You know, basic uh, Brian movie. That's like, True. Number Blues Brothers is way better than I give it credit for because every time I think of Blues Brothers, I think of you as a frat boy enjoying it so it makes me like it that much less but Understandable. you had me watch it not too long ago or you forced me into it even though I'd seen it as a child didn't I? it's good it's got that, that car through the mall scene, yeah. which is phenomenal Fun. but here's a very Anderson pick uh, we've all heard Gunnery Sergeant uh, Hartman in Full Metal Jacket do his thing uh, but why not hear it again he's a phenomenal character Full Metal Jacket 1987 uh, Arlie Ermey and here we go
0: you John Wayne good. is this, this is me? me who said that
4: they, they, they who it the
0: fuck said
4: that? No one else says anything else. For Who's a the slimy
0: little communist shit twinkle toad cocksucker down here who just signed his own death warrant? Oh, turn it up for the kids. <laughs> Nobody, huh? The very fucking godmother said it. I'm fucking standing. I will P.T. you all until you fucking die.
4: Oh, was like a two-minute clip. I'll P.T. Clip.
0: you until assholes are for sucking buttermilk. Was it you, you scroungy little fuck, huh? <laughs> sir, no, sir. You little piece of shit, you look like a fucking worm. I bet it was you. Sir, no, sir. Sir, I said it, sir. That's
4: where everyone gets their right nicknames. Well, no right. shit. What have we got here?
0: A fucking comedian, private joker. I admire your honesty. Hell, I like you. You can come over to my house and fuck my sister.
2: <laughs> you
0: little scumbag. I got your name. I got your ass. You will not laugh. You will not cry. You will learn by the numbers. I will teach you. Now get up. Get on your feet.
4: That's a ministry bite. You had
0: best unfuck yourself or I will unscrew your head and shit down your neck.
5: Un- sir, sir, yes,
0: sir. Private Joker, why did you join my beloved corps? Sir, to kill sir. So you're a killer. Sir, yes, sir. Let me see your war face. Sir. You got a war face? Ah! I- that's a war face. Now let me see your war face. Fire! Bullshit. You didn't convince me. Let me see your real war face. Fire! You don't scare me. Work on it. Sir, yes, sir! What's your excuse? Sir, excuse for what, sir? I'm asking the fucking questions here, <laughs> private. Do you understand? Sir, yes, sir! Well, thank you very much. Can I be in charge for a while? Sir, yes, sir! Are you shook up? Are you nervous? Sir, I am, sir! Do I make you nervous? Sir! Sir, what? Are you about to call me an asshole? <laughs> sir, no, sir. How tall are you, private? <laughs> sir, five foot nine, sir! Five foot nine? I didn't know they stacked shit that high. You trying to squeeze an inch in on me somewhere? Huh? Sir, no, sir! Bullshit, it looks to me like the best part of you ran down to cracking your mama's ass and ended up as a brown stain on the mattress. Oh, I God. think you've been cheated. Where in hell are you from anyway, Private? So
5: sir, All Texas, right. sir! That's, that's Holy
0: you go go you Texas only steers <laughs> and queers come from Texas, Private Cowboy. And you don't much look like a steer to me, so that kind of narrows it down. <laughs> Do you suck nicks, <laughs> Sir, no, sir! Are you a Peter Pupper? <laughs> sir, no, sir! I bet you're the you kind later. of guy that would fuck a person in the ass and not even have the goddamn common courtesy to give him a reach around. I'll be watching you. <laughs>
4: good, that one one was one my one drop. One of I use it quite a bit. I'll be washy. You probably used it too, didn't you? son of a I bitch? I used it extensively. Did you?
2: No, actually not. that's one I never used. Really?
4: No. Get on your knees, come back. That one I use a lot. Brian. Mm. How do you how do you not have any <laughs> I mean, no shame at all but just taking my There drops. is no racial bigotry. I thought you were gonna like take a few drops that you liked from, you know, the collars I that did. I grabbed and whatnot, but you took like the entire my entire catalogue and just yeah. used them as your own.
2: I mean they became my own. History, you know, is uh, written by the victors.
4: You victored what? <laughs> you climbing son of a bitch. You know, the climbing thing still bothers me. It should. And it will continue to because I'm not letting it go. Hey, do I have to go ahead to, uh, to let it? Oh, let me ask you this. In real time, you guys, I know that I should not be doing this during the show, but I won't do it probably ever again during yeah. the show. But it's here we pod. go. Uh, I'm posting this right now to our Patreon page. So, if you're uh, even if you don't pay for Patreon, you're a member of Patreon, you will get this because I'm making it public for everyone to see. That's good marketing, Brian. You let everyone see it. And it says, Watch along. Uh, The movie is House, 1977's House this Saturday. This this Sunday, August 27th, 6 p.m. PDT. You like that, Brian? PDT. It's
2: actually, yeah, yeah, you're right.
4: Oh, I am right. Yeah, nice. I'm never going to know. I don't know what the fuck that is. Unless you've seen this is what I write. Unless you've seen House, you haven't seen anything like House before. We'll go live at five thirty PDT and begin whatever this thing is supposed to be at six PM PDT sharp. All right, here's the part that I need your your go ahead. I I All know right. how you are. So I think you're probably gonna give me uh hour and twenty okay? minutes. I'm excited. This this might destroy Brian's brain. Dot dot dot. What's left? Even more. Oh, nice. Can I should I go with that? That's yeah, good.
2: I'm making a documentary about how to joke about cancer. It'd be a real, uh, real hypocritical move to say, no, please don't include that.
4: So you're saying no. Why do you keep shaking your head?
2: It's involuntary. I have, I have tremors.
4: <laughs> All right. Uh, did your wife give you the go ahead? Because uh, I want to I watch House with everyone. Brian, said, I've never seen a movie like this.
2: Is she enthusiastically, enthusiastically so get out. replied with, sure, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> question mark. I don't think we have any plans.
4: Well, you never have plans. So, okay, I'm publishing. All right, we're we're locked in now. We're locked in. All right, we're committed. If you're hearing this on a Friday, you listen in real time, or if you're a Patreon member and you're what, what this, time we doing this? Uh, Five thirty is when you and I uh, convene, and uh, six o'clock is when uh, PDT is yeah. uh, when when House begins. And let, let me just tell you, House is a tough. It's a tough watch. Uh, not because it's disturbing when I. It's just like what the fuck's going on. It's it's very surrealist. It's very over the top. It's very seventies. It's very Japanese. Uh,
2: does it have or does it need subtitles?
4: We will all enjoy it. It has subtitles. Might need some more too. All right. There we go.
2: Can we watch the director's commentary?
4: Uh, that's going to be us doing that. 7.3 nope. on IMDb no, Not bad. What about that? Not no, rated. Four An me. hour 28 minutes. And uh, the original title was Hasu. So that's what the hipsters call it. It's good. So I will be calling it Hasu. How does that work? If I call it Hasu because I'm a hipster, does that make me not a hipster? Because if you call yourself a hipster, If you say you're not a hipster, you are.
2: It's somehow double cultural appropriation because you're appropriating hipster culture and Japanese culture. I'll just keep quiet. Number four for me is my only female on the list. Uh, It's a very short clip, uh, but after Hit Girl. played by Chloe Grace Moretz uh, makes her appearance in kick ass she uh, skewers a a bad guy an enemy through the uh, chest with her uh, katana blades and uh, when he dies this is how she introduces herself
6: okay you cunts let's see what you can do now So
2: I couldn't find too many extended uh, examples of her uh, using bad words. She does use a lot of bad words, but uh, they're uh, sprinkled about. Uh, But for a uh, little girl, I think she's 12 or something in the movie, 10 or 12, uh, this is a very foul-mouthed
4: character. Very foul-mouthed, yes. Good, Brian. She did not occur to me. Good girl. Yeah, pretty good. All right, moving on. Number four. All right, this is a uh, another another drop that I used to use. However, I had to edit my drop heavily so that I could play uh, Joey LaMotta in Raging Bull. Nice. Um, he So the, I only have the edited version. Jake LaMotta and uh, Joey LaMotta, they're brothers in Raging Bull. And uh, at one point, they become estranged. Uh, however, Jake uh, misses his brother because they've been through a lot. And uh, God, there's a beating scene that Joey puts on uh, a few mooks. Uh that's uh I mean it's right up there with anything he did in Goodfellas or Casino. Really? I mean he is I remember just, the with the door, the car door just because he thinks that somebody's you know fucking with his brother's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets Okay. It's it's I mean he's a crazy badass. Like he's as badass as Tommy is for sure in a in, uh, Raging Bull, which I think is forgotten. Oh, here's a little fun little piece of uh I don't even know if you can call this tri- trivia, but I uh, probably know it. No, you don't. Mary, uh, who runs the Born and Act Players, who I've been working with for the last two and a half years, my, yeah, uh, Atticus I know, and I, and having so much fun, we're documenting, and Mike Caron and I are documented. and she, this amazing woman who's been running this program for, this is her 30th year doing it. And it's uh, uh, the acting class for the uh, the IDD adults. Primarily, it's IDD anyone. Anyone actually were involved in it, and like, it's just, it's, it's open to anyone, but it's kind of was created with IDD adults uh, in, in mind. Uh, her dad was an actor uh, and a boxer and he was like a really big time boxer for a mm. while he won a bunch of fights and then he went on in the, to the acting and he is the uh, the ref one of the main oh, really? refs in Raging nice. Bull so he was actually on set for all this Mary oh, Rings' is, uh, dad that's pretty cool it's like five it's yeah. five degrees from uh, Raging Bull which is just like a, it's a monolithic film that's you know it's like I can't even believe I know uh, but uh, it's like five for you, for you. sure, sure. <laughs> I'm just throwing you a bump. Anyways, so let's hear uh, what Joey Joey says when uh, he answers the phone, and there's no one at the other end, right? And it's a it's in a day when you know there's no cell phones, there's mm. no uh, caller ID, and uh, I guess you get the feeling that Joey has gotten crank calls or like no one there mm. a few times. And He's been fucked with. He knows he, he. I feel like this is a go to line, but this gives you a little idea of how what Joey Lamont's mouth is like. You
6: listening? Your mother sucks. Fucking big. Fucking
4: Elephant dicks. You got that? You got that? <laughs> you got that. It's one of the lines that I quote most often. I'm always saying you got that at the end of everything. I don't say that first. But that was just because he said hello. Did that come through? Hello. And then no one said anything. And then he just immediately launches into, can we hear it one more time? Yeah. So he says hello. Nothing. You know, it's like a robocall that we get today. Oh, I should just start doing that now. Yeah. robots will think I'm crazy. <laughs> so he just says hello. And then he says hello again. And then.
6: Your mother sucks. Fucking big, fucking elephant dicks.
2: You got that? You got
4: that? And that was an improvised uh, uh, line. Uh, get this, Brian. It was not written in the script. Oh, really? Way.
2: It was improvised.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mr. Pesci uh, put that flowery prose uh, prose <laughs> pros together for us for our listening and enjoyment. Mm-hmm. And I forget why I used it, but I played that drop a lot. How did yeah. I find room on Loveline to play that? Like, where where does yeah, it go? That's what I was wondering. How do you?
2: <laughs> I would he, do it. I played he, it all the time. He cut out the Fs, but he left the elephant dicks.
4: Yeah, I did leave the elephant that's, dicks. Well, yeah. So it would say your mother sucks big elephant dicks. You got that? But why would I play it?
2: Yeah, there was no context.
4: But you know, I played it on air plenty of times. I've heard it. I used it
2: I again. Own... I don't even know why. Did you use it? I don't know why.
4: Did you? No, I never once actually. Are you sure?
2: Yeah, it's very specific to you.
4: This has been mentioned, but once, I mean, I got crazy, crazy drops for a uh, love line for unknown reasons. Like I would just be like, maybe one day I was the kid in school that would like highlight every fucking thing. Cause I'm dumb. And I'm like, this maybe could be I'll on the need test. need to know. That could be on the test. Yeah. I would Next just like, you know, over. the whole
2: page is yellow.
4: I did that a lot. I was dumb. I'm really dumb. Like I didn't understand how tests worked and I'm like, hey, they might ask me about anything. So I should highlight it all. Cause then I'll know it. I did the same thing with drops for a while there where like, I like that line probably will never be able to use it, but I'm cutting it. I'm putting it in my machine so that I can have it. One of them was Homer saying, "Great! Now my testicles got ants yeah, on, on it. it." I found a place to play it, and it was perfect. <laughs> Do you remember that, Brian? No, I think no, I played no, it one no. time, and a kid was talking about how he woke up with ants on his <laughs> balls, and I'm like, "I have one." Yeah. I was on Earth. That- I'm surprised you didn't fuck
3: it up trying to get to the button. Yeah. Just with the <laughs> give sheer, me a like, second. Oh. I was my, so quick on the thing.
2: My finest moment, as it pertains to your drops, was uh, <laughs> uh, was uh, getting Adam saying "boring bit." He was talking about say, yeah, that was pretty good. The right. boring, the gotta, boring bit crater drill like, boring bit,
4: boring bit. You got I, that. I use that quite a bit. So he was talking about the actual bit that you use to bore into things. Yeah. So he's like, you know, it's uh you're gonna you gotta, you gotta yeah. put a boring bit a on boring there. boring
2: bit. So you got this boring bit. So like I, just boring had him, bit.
4: I had Corolla saying boring bit and every time he started talking about something that I found to be boring, myself personally, which was multiple times the show, I would just play him... <laughs> Saying to himself, "Boring bit." <laughs> it was pretty great, and yeah, I don't know if I would have grabbed it. I don't know uh, if I would have caught it if it yeah, wasn't for uh, Brian helping man. me. Up. I can't imagine he like that. Oh, he hated, hated it. How he, how he put up with that shit, especially knowing Corolla the way I know him now. Like, how did he not? Actually get off his ass and have me fire. Especially as a I mean, younger man
3: with more piss and vinegar.
2: Threatening to replace you with uh, a
4: snowman. A, a plastic a snowman. Man. Yeah, the it, was the, it was the, more, the best insult I've ever received. And I've received a lot of insults. But but when he was furious saying, that we could replace you with a plastic snowman and no one would notice, <laughs> that was the greatest insult <laughs> ever hurled my way. All right, what are uh, we doing? Number you, three. I didn't realize that it was going to... So far, my number five and number four have both been drops.
2: Wow. Uh, No drops coming up for me. Number three uh, for me is from The Rules of Attraction. This is a great uh, character actor named Clifton Collins Jr. playing uh, the character of Rupert. Rupert is a drug supplier, and uh, he's been supplying drugs to Sean Bateman. Ah, uh, played by James Vanderbeek. Unfortunately, Sean Bateman is behind in his payments, and so Sean goes to Rupert's place and uh, is trying to convince him to give him, uh, sell him, basically, a whole bunch of cocaine to think and sell it to uh, some uh, very impressionable freshmen.
4: I'm sorry, this is rules of engagement. Yes,
2: rules of attraction.
4: Rules of attraction. I mean, that that, that letdown of a movie.
2: Yeah, it some moments. It does have some moments. Drunk? I'm drunk. That was on my drops.
4: That's from that from movie, right? That's
2: right. Uh, rules of cra- attraction. In this scene, uh, Sean attempts to buy some cocaine, and uh, Rupert lets me know that he is, uh, he's on to he's onto what he believes is, are his ways, his tricks.
0: I think you're a rich motherfucking motherfucker who owes me a fucking shitload of motherfucking cash. That's what I think, you rich motherfucking motherfucker. You want some blood, motherfucker? You bring me my motherfucking cash, motherfucker. Fuck you. Jesus fucking Christ,
6: Rupert. Don't get so tense.
0: I'll show you tense, motherfucker. You're into me for a fuckload of money. And I think you and your motherfucking rich kid friends are going to take off to all your rich ass motherfucking lives, leaving me holding my motherfucking dick. So fuck you.
2: Who's the actor? Just Clifton college junior. So yeah, know, you was, might not know is little, his, little Matthew his name. Matthew McConaughey there. Great, great character actor. You love you love Clifton. We all love Clifton. Who doesn't? He's great. He was a guest on the Carol Show one time, and I peppered him questions about all sorts of uh, obscure projects, including *Rules of Attraction*. <laughs>
4: What? what I call I'm so out of 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 his question, <laughs> I know. I peppered him with all sorts of obscure projects. Well, I bothered it. him terribly. <laughs>
2: to, to be fair, uh gauge this on the fact this is a 2000. I know what year this is. 2000. Whatever, whatever this movie is, kind of came yeah, in a 2000. This this could have been 2012 that we interviewed him. So uh, it, kinda, it was a disremembering. I don't think anyone else knew what I was talking about.
4: All Good right.
2: pot.
4: <sighs> Christ, you see how proud he is. No one else knew what no, I was no. talking about. No one, you know? I'm being Freddie I'm a, I mean self-deprecating is a mean self-deprecate. it's not coming through. Oh. you like that? How do you like that? You had that? You still you still think that I uh, was saying, hey, don't all watch this at once, we're gonna crash. And oh. I, never. never. Why did I bring that back in the like, guys? Why did I bring that back to the show? All right. All right. Uh Peter Capaldi, you know Peter Capaldi, there, there Brian? Not by Scottish name. actor. He's uh, mainly known for Doctor Who, which I uh, neither want you nor I. it's uh, also the thick of it, he was in World War Z, so you should actually know him oh, very well.
2: Peter Capaldi, uh,
4: look at that! I, you know, I know very little bit about World War Z other than it was PG thirteen, which was absurd. A movie. Because a movie like that should have been R rated, but uh, they gave it the PG thirteen, and had, had them saying, "Ah, shucks, there's a bunch of zombies trying to kill us." Ah, shoot. But yeah, he played W.H.O. Doctor, which is kind of funny. He's doctor the Who Doctor. Yeah. Yeah, Who that? Doctor. You uh, know, World War Z. But what I'm talking about for My List Prime is a, a character named Malcolm Tucker. Uh, Jesse Armstrong is a man who's responsible for some very, very great things. Uh, going way back to Peep Show, which I've seen a couple episodes of. But people tell me I should really give it more of a chance. Uh, he also did a, uh, a movie called Four Lions, which you and I both yes. uh, seriously enjoy. enjoy. If you Four Lions is just phenomenal filmmaking. It's unbelievable that they can make uh, a movie like that, that they did make a movie like that, about fumbling terrorists. Fumbling terrorists. Fumbling, fumbling, like uh, wow. Three Stooges.
2: Your buddy Carapaldi is in uh, Paddington 1 and 2.
4: Capaldi? Uh, Capaldi? Peter Capaldi. Capaldi, Capaldi. he's a Scottish guy. And uh, also uh, Jesse Armstrong made uh, Succession. Uh, but before he did the old Four lines or Succession, he made a movie called In the Loop, which was very well received in 2009. Uh, I saw it. I liked this movie. I did not love this movie. I did not go gaga for it like a lot of people did. It was a little bit over my head, I think. A lot of it was uh, uh, a little too political. It's about the Americans and the Brits getting together uh, to try and stop some impending doom that was occurring. And there's a whole lot of like in-the-room stuff, Uh, documentary-style stuff that you saw in succession for sure. I might actually appreciate this a little bit more if I went back and watched it now. But in the loop... Uh, what you can't get away from is just a filthy, filthy language, especially when you're around all these suits. And uh, Peter Capaldi's uh, Malcolm Tucker. Uh, here's here's a little sampling of. I think this is a longer clip. Too. Here's a little sampling of of his okay forked tongue.
6: I wasn't told about this. Why the fuck would I tell you about it? I've told you to fuck off twice and yet you're still here. You should tell me about it because it's a scheduled media appearance by this department's secretary of state so therefore it falls well within my purview.
0: Within your purview? Yes. Where do you think you are? In some fucking Regency costume drama? This is a government department, not a fucking Jane fucking Austen novel. Malcolm, allow me to pop a jaunty little bonnet on your pub and run out of the shit over the lubricated horse cock.
6: Your swearing does not impress me. My, my husband works for Tower Hamlets, and believe me, those kids make you sound like Angela Lansbury. She's
3: married to a bastard. Malcolm, eh?
6: Judy's lubricated horse cock aside for a second. No offence, son, but I mean, you look like you should still be at school with your head down a fucking toilet. Uh,
3: Do you
0: know if I could I'd nice. fucking punch you into paralysis?
3: Don't get sarcastic with me, son. We burnt this tight ass city to the ground in 1814 and I'm all for doing it again. Starting with you, you fat fuck. If you get sarcastic with me again and I will stuff so much cotton wool down your
6: fucking throat it'll come out your ass like the wee tail on a playboy bunny. I thought I was led to believe I was attending the War Committee. Yes, Assistant Secretary of State Linton Barrick asked me to brief you on the work of the Future Planning Committee.
3: I'm away. Oh, and here we are. The fucking Vice President has also graced us with his presence. Give him a bottle of milk.
0: Sorry, can you, stop, can you stop swearing, please? I'm really sorry. You won't hear any more swearing from us, you massive gay shit! All right.
4: <laughs> 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 He's just angry and cussing throughout that entire movie. And most of the characters are pretty, like, buttoned up and, like, serious and, you know, proper. And this guy is just throwing his weight around and cussing. that. And it's funny that the same, you know, guy that wrote and... uh and directed this and uh, w- was in charge. It was a guy that uh, did succession with the, uh, you know, Logan Moy. Uh, Logan Moy. That's our Logan Roy. Logan Roy. Oh, my God. Is that his name? Yeah. yeah. We never realized that Logan Roy and Logan Moy, our old producer, have a, a very, very similar name.
2: Could be the same person. Could be inspired by.
4: Logan Roy. Right, Logan Roy, L- L- yeah. L- Roy. <laughs> with the, you know his his standard fuck off is just like, oh fuck off, fuck off. I mean he's he cussed like nobody's uh all on the floor, all from the same mind as uh, you know, Jesse Armstrong over you. All right, so yeah, that's that's in the loop. Feel in like the I'm loop, the fire uh, Logan Roy. God, I didn't realize until this very moment that Logan Roy. Can you imagine the listener art? <laughs> It oh, it'd still, be great. <laughs> hey, it's not too late. He's still part, is, of yeah, part of the zeitgeist. He's of the, He's part the zeitgeist. Of the, I was actually texting with uh, Logan just... Uh, Logan Roy? Logan, Mo- Logan Roy's de- Logan Moy uh, about uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because he was oh, a big fan Oh, that. that's yeah. right. And uh, he was letting me know how much he loved it. I was asking him how much he loved it. He hadn't seen it yet, and he, like, Logan was uh, checking in to let me know after he after watched it just how much he liked Good, it. Good, fun movie. All right. All right, coming up
2: next... We'll conclude the list after we talk some Amazon purchases after this. Uh, I should have planned for this a little better, but let me do this. Let me do this. Yes, I mentioned at the end of uh, last, uh, last week's up My God. In the last week's episode, that Amazon is increasing their payouts for a month uh, on certain uh, categories. Those categories are, and it's very wide-ranging. So if you're in the uh, market for some apparel, something for the kitchen, uh, cell phone and accessories, uh, or home, home is a very wide-ranging category, camera, office products, beauty for the 8%, I doubt the rest of you care too much, and PC
3: Oh, PC! It's all about Andy, That's huh? That's right, that PC culture. That's
2: right. Uh, if you're uh, shopping any of those categories, we're going to get a bigger payout next month or for the next month. So uh, please, by all means, consider using us for your shopping needs. Here are the items purchased, uh, notable and uh, noteworthy on this week's Amazon banner. This is Uh Sub, so, sub, so, damn it. Safavay Madison Collection Area Rug, two Western Digital 4TB Red Pro internal hard drives, Cuisinart 14-cup vegetable chopper, TCL 32-inch... Cl- it's shocking how cheap these are these days. 32-inch Class 3 Series HD LED Smart Roku TV, shoes for crews, as in food service work sneakers, Dust Deputy, Dust Deputy Plus separator kit for wet dry shop vacuums. Someone got themselves a $70 Xbox gift card and in related news, someone picked up a copy of Madden NFL 24 for the PlayStation 5. Viere, Viere, a portable tire inflator, smart, useful, uh, was picked up as was uh, Prime Source Qua, oh, fuck the word. Quinchlora quinclorac? quinclorac? liquid crab rest killer. Fox LA carbon fiber trekking poles. <laughs> Had a hiccup there, sorry about that. Ad- Adorgan. Uh, fuck, what is these words? Ador again. Ador- uh, HD binoculars. Darison. Rex Betty 1400 Industrial Razor Blades. How about that? Phil Treat Merv 11 Air Filters, Nespresso uh, Virtual Line, Grand Longo, Lunga. Assortment 40 Pods, as well as Nespresso Capsules Original Line, 50 Pods, Purina 1, Dry Dog Food, lamb and Rice for you, Eliting, I guess oh yes, eliting. Hallway ru- Runner Rug, Anchor 7-in-1 Charging Station, K&F Concept Polarizer Filter for the Camera. 35 pieces. Oh, I'm very down. 35 pieces. Cooking utensil set. PCs. Small tower fan. Bladeless fan. Small tower fans. Bladeless fan. Six. Uh, nose torque smelling salts. Interesting. Uh, outdoor waterproof solar table lantern was purchased. And finally, someone helped themselves to a Lego Star Wars X-Wing fighter. Nailed it.
6: You did. I did.
4: Here are the movies that have clicked through since the last time I talked at you. Carlito's Way was clicked through as well as Three Outlaws, Samurai, Cube, Fox US, Repo Man, Throne of Blood, Hopscotch, Bull Durham, Rafifi. Still not seeing there Rafifi. Okay. All that jazz. Uh, Venture Bros. Radiant is the blood of the baboon heart.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, good, that's a <laughs> read of
4: that. That was Venture Bros. Radiant is the blood of it's, the It's a I parody remember.
3: of uh, Johnny Quest.
4: I want to get it because I, I don't even know much about Johnny Quest. Ocean's 11, uh, the 1960s Ocean Lee Ridge. Uh, Bubble Boy, The Madness of Max was clicked through, as well as Matador Tenet. But I'm a cheerleader, director's cut. Hey, look hey. at that. They got to see the extra 19 seconds. Damn it. Maybe we saw that. Director's Cut 2 I don't even know Which version Maybe we did Who knows I mean nowadays It's like 24 years later It's like What the fuck Are we uh, hiding from here Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 Sanctuary Ant-Man And the Wasp Quantumania The Passengers Click Through As well as Nightmare Before Chris Chris Klein Chris Nightmare Before Christmas You like that Nightmare Before Christmas Tom Selleck
2: Yeah Tom Selleck?
4: Not Tom Selleck. Oh, what's his name? Uh, the director, uh,
2: Tim, Burton. Tim Burton. Tim Burton. He's produced it. <laughs> I did not know where you were no, going. Henry on. Selleck.
4: Henry Selleck directed it.
2: Ah, uh, oh yeah, Tim Burton is the producer.
4: And we just found out something really cool about Henry Selleck. Oh, what was it? He's we we're not watching Tom something. Selleck? Oh, it was when it was during the watch along, and the last watch along we Return to Oz. Return to Oz. Yeah, and we were talking about how it looked a lot like Jack Skellington, yeah. and then, and then it turned out Henry Selleck was the uh, guy. Who worked right. on Return to Oz? We find out all sorts yes, of really interesting, yes, yes. fun things while while are doing we our watch along. Stumble
2: upon, stumble
4: upon some of good Selleck, things. Tom Selick, apologies, but yeah, Henry Selick, uh, and uh, he he worked out was one of his first things. He worked on Return to Oz, and you see a lot of similarities in there. You see where he got the germs of the ideas, yeah, right? Totally, boogie boogie man. All right, so uh, sorry for my uh, my Tom Sillenka. And uh, yeah, but speaking of which, uh, I might as well give a little quick uh, plug to where you to be nice. watching House this Sunday. House, the 1977's uh, cult cl- uh, I don't know cult classic, but it's a it's a bizarre one. And if you're at the uh, the ten dollar or above watch along level, you can watch that along with Brian and I. It'll be really fun to watch Brian try to make sense of this say. very bizarre can film. Can you
2: imagine my confusion?
4: I mean. From a man who thinks Pulp Fiction is the most confusing m- movie ever made, I can't wait to see how you do it. At a certain
1: point, I believe that. Better to the program! This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow.
2: More scenes, more clips. Interesting, can't handle his clips.
4: Oh, I can't, it's kind of long.
2: I don't know if this is on your list or not, but uh, uh when I thought of this character, I'm like, oh, he, he, he became soft in ensuing movies and a little bit uh, goofy and a little bit family friendly, uh, a little bit of a caricature of himself, but you forget how foul mouth originally Jay. Of Jay and Silent Bob was in Clerks. Let's listen to how he's introduced uh, as a character in Clerks. This is Jay, played by Jason Mewes.
6: I feel, yeah, I feel good today, Silent Bob. We're gonna make some money. And you, know what we're gonna do. We're gonna party. We're gonna get some pussy. And I'm gonna fuck this bitch. I'm gonna fuck this bitch. I'll fuck anything that moves. You know what the fuck you looking? at? I'll kick your fucking ass. Shit, yeah. Do that motherfucker owe me ten bucks? You no, know, fucking tonight we're gonna rip off this fucker's head, take out his fucking soul. Mom, if he tries to buy something for me, I'm gonna shit in the motherfucker's bag. Yo, what's up, baby? What's up, sluts? Shit. What's up, Bobby? you a rude motherfucker, you know that? Just cute as hell. like to go down on you, suck you, line up three other guys, make like a circus seal. Mind. Yo, you fucking faggot. Please. I hate guys. I love women! Unnecessary. <laughs>
4: Very unnecessary. Graphic. I get the sense that a lot of that wasn't written. That was yep. just Justin Mewes. That's just
2: how Jesse J- J- Muse talked. Could have been uh, ripped from uh, actual dialogue they had in uh, private times.
4: I worked with him. Oh, really? Once. Yeah. He was a host of something that I was uh, doing live audio on. How'd it go? It was different.
2: Different than his, his uh, public persona?
4: Different <laughs> than like, you know, professionals that like I had worked with uh, oh, who, who like, you know, Got us out of there real quick.
2: What side of sobriety was he on? I don't
4: know. I, I, he seemed sober. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, he got sober at some point.
4: Didn't seem like a bad guy. He just seemed like he knew that he wasn't where he should have been. Mm. He kind of, you know, felt like he, he was out of his element a little bit. He couldn't be himself. He was on live TV with, uh, you know, rules and whatnot.
2: This is before the Snooty Boochies.
4: No, it was after. This is, Oh,
2: no, I'm sorry. This clip.
4: Oh, this clip. Yes, absolutely. Good clip, Brian. Yeah, mm. good. Uh, Good choice too. He's, he's foul mouth, foul mouth, filthy indeed. filthy guy. That that. So baby, so sluts. His only his name is just Jay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, my number two is um, from a movie, nineteen ninety four. Uh, character's name is Jay. Uh, it's from a movie called Clerks. Oh, I didn't see that coming. Uh, you shouldn't have. And uh, why don't you play the clip?
6: Oh, we're gonna make some money. we oh, yes. you're know gonna do i We get some <laughs> pussy. And I'm gonna fuck this bitch. I'm gonna fuck this bitch. I don't mind I'm fuck anything place. that moves.
4: Doing a little Frank boot there.
6: You know what the fuck you looking? at? I'll kick your fucking ass. Shit, yeah. Do that motherfucker owe me ten bucks? You no know, fucking tonight. We'll I'm gonna rip off this, this fucker's head. Take out his fucking soul. Mommy, if he tries to buy something for me, I'm gonna shit in the motherfucker's bag. Yo, what's up, baby? What's up, sluts?
4: He's angry. <laughs> Immediately cute. just misogyny. What's up,
6: Bob? you rude motherfucker. You
4: know that? just are cute as hell. I He's can be down on you, volver. suck
6: you. Line up through a other guys and make like a, a circus seal Out of nowhere? Like, Dude, like, you fucking faggot. To, like, I hate guys. I think he just wanted to be able to go,
4: go to homophobic. Mm. Like, I got some homophobic stuff I want to say, too.
2: <laughs> Somebody lined up on number two.
4: <laughs> yeah, it looks like it. Not only number two. I mean, he says all sorts of like gnarly shit. I almost went with the... Uh, with a Russian cousin? Yeah, Berserker. Would you like to make some fuck Berserker? Because he's got your some really mouth foul mouth stuff. He's
2: making fuck.
4: It's very, very funny, too, beyond uh, Berserker guy, like what, what Jay's saying about him. But yeah, we're the exact same. <laughs> Brian, this hurts me. It bothers me. It's one of those things where it's like, I'll, I'll be up tonight going like, who am I? Mm. Am I part Brian? This causes
2: existential crisis on your part.
4: Like, how much of Brian is in me, and how much of me is in Brian? This, mm. this bothers me.
2: We become one. This we is have. A singularity.
4: I feel like I'm circus, circus sealing you right now, <laughs> like a circus seal, Brian.
2: Hey, can I say this? Mm, we're drinking jokes.
4: whiskey and talking Great. about. I know. Jay and Silent Bob.
3: Oh my I'm
2: God! Making <laughs> loud noises off, 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 mic. Well,
4: I mean, that's. Oh, is that what you do? Yeah. At least I'm not swirling, Merlot. You'll get there. <laughs> You'll get there. <laughs> it takes time. We'll get you there. You know how many people I've talked to about your two hundred dollar steak thing.
2: Did I say that?
4: Two hundred
2: dollar steak. Yeah, I remember saying you.
4: You said you can't get a good steak for under two hundred dollars. You said that quite seriously. Yeah, you did. I said not. And you, you, you sneered and scoffed at my. I remember
2: having a little bit of fun about. I suppose you could slumber with a seventy-five dollar steak.
4: Yeah, we had we had fun with that like last week or the week before, but uh, it brought me back to like you saying that very seriously. Did I really say that? Saying like honestly, Anderson, you can't get a good steak for under two hundred dollars. I mean, that's.
2: That either must have been a joke or a long time ago or both. I just had a really good-
4: This was you saying that like Roos Chris was like beneath you. It's all right.
2: It's possible. It's not bad. I just had a really good steak over the weekend for 68 bucks. It's a reasonable price.
4: No, it's not. $68 is too much for a cut of beef.
2: 18 ounce, no bone ribeye. About
4: that. Well, they feed you for three days.
2: I still have some in the fridge. Do you? (laughs) I do.
4: Thanks for offering. I would like a $5 chunk.
2: That's right, a $5 bite. (laughs) Yeah, pay up front. I'll trust you.
4: Okay.
2: Number one for me. I don't even know if this is the foulest mouthed character. I just enjoy the clip so goddamn much. We've played it before, but let me uh, bask once again in the glory. that is Les Grossman, played mm. by Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder here. Les takes the phone out of Peck's hand after uh, he is called by a group claiming to have kidnapped his star, Tug Speedman. And uh, Les lets it fly. Let's hear that.
5: Grossman, who is this?
0: This is flaming black Oh, okay, Flaming Dragon. Fuck face. First, take a big step back and literally FUCK YOUR OWN FACE! Literally. I don't know what kind of pan-Pacific bullshit power play you're trying to pull here, but Asia Jack is my territory. So whatever you're thinking, you better think again. Otherwise, I'm going to have to head down there, and I will rain down on a godly fucking firestorm upon you. You're going to have to call the fucking United Nations and get a fucking binding resolution to keep me from fucking destroying you. I am talking scorched earth, motherfucker. I will massacre you. I will fuck you up.
4: It was channeling Joel Silver, there. Hands
2: the phone back.
4: No, not hands. It throws. You it.
2: Find out who that was. Find out who that was. I always enjoyed the button. Find out who that was.
3: <laughs> uh, I like it. Listen, Matthew McConaughey talking about hiding the dead hooker. Yeah, is, is one of I've, my favorites. I killed all time. the thing. I missed the. I love the most. You killed a hooker. No, that no. That's probably not even a real name, dude. That's probably not even a real name. <laughs> Enjoy it. <laughs>
4: Sure <laughs> is that your number one? That is my number one. No, no, no. I, I'd be awake for the next three nights if that was my number one. Uh, all right, my number. Are we, are we done? Are we? Are we moving well, on that's on my from number last? one. Yeah. From the last, yeah, less is on my also. Randy, great choice, Brian. Great choice for sure. Swinging past your knees. <laughs> However, I found a super cut of this one, but it was just even if you've if you've removed the children. Uh, i mean if you're religious at all or you believe in any of this stuff i mean you don't need to hear the supercut. really mm. uh we're going back to 1973 right sure we're going- oh there's a sequel coming out oh yeah To uh, so my only
3: my only uh, it's one of the few that anderson saved for his yeah, list for this yeah. year sequels, sequels and uh, reboots
4: i know and i'm probably not gonna see why would you see it the, the new one david Gordon yeah. green tribute i still to Billy. i still care and attribute to you be
3: using worse language than this.
4: We're talking about Exorcist, of course, and uh, yeah, I am kind of curious to see what he does, uh, what David Gordon Green does with it. Uh, that's
2: interesting. This is a foul-mouthed character. She's she's possessed by the devil.
4: So yeah, it's it's not Reagan. It's it's Pazuzu, who is the uh, demon that possesses her. Right, and oh, yeah. the Exorcist, of course, um, and the the dubbed voiceover actually mm-hmm. uh, is Mercedes McCambridge was the uh, the actress's name. And, and she, uh, she was one of these uh, husky voiced uh, women from, from yesteryear. Like, uh, she was already much older uh, when, she, w- when they went out and they found her because obviously uh, Linda Blair's voice was yeah. a little girl. She was, was 12 years old. And there's some there. great stuff about how women how Freakin- to say
2: things that were close.
4: Well, no, they it. actually, I've seen clips of her actually saying the things and oh, it's no. like a little girl voice, right? And it's like, you know, fuck your mother. But it's like, a, fuck your mother. You know, it's like, I am the devil. And it's like, it, well, just, hear that. it wasn't, it wasn't working. Uh, and it, really so many interesting stories behind the exorcist, which I, like many others, I'm a little basic, but it's the scariest movie I've, I've ever mm. seen for sure. It could still brings like the, the, the hair in the back of my neck stands up when I'm when I was researching this week and I was watching this stuff and just the sound design sure uh but was
2: crawling down the stairs in the original no or it was that, in the,
4: the director's I mean, cut. yeah William freaking cut it because he could see the wires I guess in the original and then they cleaned up CGI with the, okay, with the okay. uh, re-release but uh you know a number of other directors were offered this the exorcist at the time it was uh, the hottest property in Hollywood for a brief minute there because the, the book took off right how uh, Blatty's book took off and uh, they offered it, it was Warner Brothers property, so it first went to Kubrick and Kubrick said, I only do my own stuff, which is funny because he never wrote any of his own sure. screenplays. He put his name on his screenplays. A and then it went to Mike Nichols and uh, there's somebody else. I can't remember who else. Got- it was like, no, but there was like four or five other directors and William freaking wanted it, but he was like a nobody. No, he didn't want it. He, Blatty actually, Peter Blatty found him because William, Peter Blatty happened to be in the room when Blake Edwards, who was the director of um do no 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 Tommy what what is that name of that that TV show that was big back in the uh like the fifties Tommy Gunn. Something like that. Oh what's it called? Anyways that t- Blake Edwards who he did like the Pink Panther he wanted he pegged William Friedkin to direct this Peter Gun. Peter Gunn. Okay. He wanted to. Blake Edwards wanted to make a a movie of Peter Gunn. And he wrote a script and he had William Freakin read it. And then he had William Freakin come in and tell him what he thought if he wanted to direct it. William Freakin came in to Blake Edwards' office. William Freakin was nobody. It was before French Connection. Blake Edwards is a pretty notable. Blake Edwards is notable, yeah. And he said, So what do you think, kid? Uh, Do you you want to direct this? Uh, What do you think of the script? And William Freakin said, I'm sorry, but this is absolute trash. um, Your worst enemy should not. I've written this for you. Uh, I don't know who wrote this. Peter Blatty had written it, right? And then Blake Edwards freaks out and goes, what the fuck? God, who, who are you? Get out of my office. William Friedkin's like, I'm sorry. If, I, if I'm anything, I'm honest. I can't lie to you, which mm. how can you do not appreciate that? He leaves. He's walking uh, out to the parking lot. Somebody's chasing after him. He turns around and it's Peter Blatty. And Peter Blatty's like, hey, I'm the guy who wrote that script that you just tore apart, and William Friedkin's like, "Oh, I'm, I'm sorry." He's like, "No, no, I, I appreciate your honesty. I've never seen any director be as honest as you just were. Like that just changed the entire course of your life. Like sure. that could have changed your life if you blew smoke." But I totally agree. Like I did not want to write that. I took his note, Blake Edwards' notes. It's not a good script. So thank you for your honesty. Three years later, Peter Blatty has got this book that's like you know, and he's like he he's a producer on the movie and he he's, he's got a stronghold on, on the exorcist is his property. And he's the one who says William Friedkin. And there's a whole bunch of other shit that goes with sure. it. Like he was about to go on Johnny Carson and the Warner brothers was like, we're not giving you William Friedkin. Who the fuck is that? We're going with this other director. And uh, Blatty's like, well, I'm going on Johnny Carson in about two hours. And if you don't give me, cause I have director approval. And if you don't give me the director I want, I'm going to let everyone know on Johnny Carson tonight that, you are going against your word, and you're wow. giving making me have a director I don't want for this this book that everyone knows and loves right now, which is called The Exorcist. So he ended up getting his director, and uh, the voiceover for Were Reagan you told all this at the wedding. Pazuzzo, no, yeah. we didn't talk about The extras at all. I didn't talk about anything like his big movies. I talked about the new stuff, and then we yeah. talked about other movies and by other people, and we just talked about all sorts of stuff. He And, and Mike Carano and uh, Sherry Lansing, his, wa- his wife, who was the first ever female uh, CEO, head of yes. chief of uh, uh, Paramount. So they went out, uh, freaking went out and got Mercedes uh, McCambridge to do the, the VO, and she was a method actor, which is troubling. Oh, no. When when you got a method act this. You got a method act this. Well, I'll tell you, there's stories out there. And she Trump, possessed herself in her own words. She hadn't drank, she got a crucifix or smoked in like like a decade or more, right? She's like, I'll do this for you, Billy, but I'm gonna pull myself through the ringer and uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drink whiskey. <clears throat> wow. Going on a better, I'm gonna smoke like two packs a day. Wow. Uh, uh, he had her, or she decided to drink like 18 raw eggs at one point to get her voice even more. She already had bronchitis, like chronic bronchitis, so that's all. Rah, rah, rah. And she had herself bound in a chair when she was doing the voice, and when she was supposed to be writhing in pain as Reagan, she would have people pull the ligature even harder. She did this for like 10 days or something insane. Like, with the, just a the voiceover. Sure. And the filth that came out of her mouth. She claims to have had this deep hidden with inside of her. Like she, she's like, I will access this horrible, horrible, dark part of me to bring this demon to life for you. Uh, but you know, I'm going to, I'm going to really, it's going to take a lot out of me. And Billy's like, great. go, do it. <laughs> go do yourself
3: it. Out. <laughs> Fantastic.
4: We'll have you Friday. Here's the, 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 the bummer of, of that. And all that she gave, um, uh, Mercedes, McCambridge. uh, her name was not in the credits, oh. and the story is that they were concerned because they really wanted Linda Blair to be up for uh, to win the Academy Award, and she did get a nomination for Best Supporting Actor that year. But they really wanted her to win it, and they thought that if it was a known fact that her her a lot of her parts, impressive parts, were dubbed by oh. Mercedes, like she wanted to get the uh, get the Academy Award. And William Friedkin claims that Mercedes came to to him and said, "I don't want my name." In the credits, I want Linda get all the credit because she, she went through hell to you know do this, and right. and uh, that's not her story at all. She's like, "What oh. the fuck have you done?" She was very very upset with Mister Freak. And, and then Warner Brothers ended, ended up actually re after the movie had already run a few times, they ended up adding to the credits and, and cutting it in. to oh, really? After the movie was already released, when the they credits, could what? when they could do that, they just gave them the last can and, and had them put in new credits. So, but uh, long story short. She put herself through hell to make this voice of Pazuzu, Pazuzu, which is the uh, the, the demon, demon that uh, possesses Reagan. And here we go. Here's a little a little sampling of the Karudas.
6: Stick
5: your cock up her ass, you motherfucking worthless cocksucker. Be
6: silent. Oh, oh. Oh. That's, oh. that's it.
3: That's so we get. Uh, just
4: imagine this actress. I'm
3: picturing,
2: I'm picturing a, 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 a <laughs> drunk, smoking water. Hallowed
4: be thy name. <laughs> thy kingdom we'll be We all know division. all the things. I mean, <laughs> I almost had the <laughs> Jesus. The, okay, so one more little um, anecdote about how... Oh, Mike Nichols was another director imagine that they him. wanted. I, I just said Mike. Arthur Penn? Was it Arthur Penn? Um, yeah, oh, I think yeah. it was Arthur Penn. Uh, so... Mike Nichols said, "I I can't direct this because there's no way we could find a 12 year old girl or someone who looks the part who would be able to to, to do this like, pull this off, yeah, yeah." And William Friedkin was beginning to believe that as well after he had seen over 500 like you know young 12 year old actresses. And then Linda Blair comes in with her mom, and she wasn't even scheduled. I think her mom was just in the area with her daughter, and uh, and he has his mom. He tells a story. I've seen him tell the story like two or three different places. So he's sitting there with. William freaking sitting there with Linda Blair and Linda Blair's mom. Linda Blair's 12 years old at the time. And he says, uh, do you know about this, this part that you're you know, coming in here to talk to me about? And she goes, yeah, it's The Exorcist. I've read that book, 12-year-old girl. And he goes, oh, well, what's it about? And she says, well, it's about this little girl that gets possessed, and she does really bad things. Like she hits her mom, and uh, she throws a guy out the window, and she masturbates with a crucifix. And he goes, I'm sorry, she, she, and do you know what that? And he looks at her mom, and her mom's still smiling and nodding. And she and he looks at her and he says, "Do, do you know what that means? This is the '70s, right? This nice. is probably '71, '72. It's probably '72." And Linda Blair, twelve years old at the time, she goes, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I know what that means. I, it's, it's everyone does not Don't you do it?" And at that moment, he's like, "Okay, we found wow. uh, a soul who will not be destroyed by this part, and wow. she'll be able to go through the paces and understand what's going on because she's an old soul." It's the '70s. I don't think you make this movie today. I don't think you can make this movie yeah. today. What you do is you probably get they're like, gonna try.
2: You da someone CGI.
4: I mean, they they remade Bad News Bears too. We all saw what went yeah. on there. That's why I'm, I'm more curious about the new Exorcist and like what they're gonna do with it. I'm curious to see are they really gonna have the crucifix? Probably not. Scene, which what's crazy is all the religious people that really responded to it. You know, yeah. because like this was like it was like they're. The Passion of the Christ. I was going to say, it's, your, their yeah, it's their torture porn. Yeah, it's our torture porn. You know?
2: Nowadays, uh, Matt Walsh would not like this.
4: Well, he might. be. He'd be like, look, the devil's real. It's true. I don't know where to go with this. I'm really curious to see mm-hmm. like, if they scale it way back, if they try and do the thing that...
2: Well, they're remaking it. It is a sequel. I believe.
4: Yeah, it's a direct sequel. To the original. There's already a direct sequel, like The Night of the Locust or whatever, which is just god-awful. Yeah, I remember there's seeing there's that when I was that. a kid. Yeah, but it, yeah, it's not a reboot. It's not the yeah. same universe. It, it, Saw the trailer and it did not get me excited. No, it was, it was
3: and, very uninspiring and very lame. How they kept playing snippets of the score and then pulling back of just that uh, and Gran Turismo
4: are both oh, in my top, my top five most anticipated summer. I think right. Gran Turismo no. actually got pushed. Like it was supposed to. It was actually showing up on I- a- AMC's um, app. Like I almost bought a ticket for like August 11th when it was oh, really? originally supposed to come out. And they pushed it to the 25th now.
3: Interesting. Grand oh, fucking oh, so it did get pushed again.
4: It, it's coming out. Well, then we should gamble it's on because
3: I was very confused on this. What, Confusing, right? Yeah.
4: They're just moving movies around like, like, like chess pieces. I'm, I'm so afraid we'll gamble. we'll gamble on that then. I'm, I'm afraid, afraid to, to Google
2: it, it, but is it. Does anyone know it's a Disney movie? Because it has a Disney sports feel to it.
4: I can't tell because Disney owns like half of the world now. That's true. I don't even know anymore. Like they, What does that mean? They yeah. There, are, there three, are there three fucking corporations out there now that are yeah, so rolls, depressing? Yeah. How about I up the stakes next year? You know, I got my no reboots, uh, remakes, right. uh, prequels or sequels going. What if I just go like no studio films? That would be bold. Watch, watch the show just. Actually, it'd be fine. You yeah, cover them, right? Carry on. No studio movies. How about mm. that? No bold. cash grabs.
2: Bold. No cash grabs.
4: Yeah. Hmm.
2: You got to avoid those anyway.
4: I try to. Yeah. But a lot of... Hmm. Usually one makes the top 10, so...
2: That's true. And you know, honestly,
4: good. like 9 out of 10 independent movies are fucking trash. True. 9 out of 10 are just not yeah. watchable.
2: I want to hear what the listeners have on their list.
4: Listener list compiled
3: by Mitch Burns. Number five. We got a tie. We have Eric Cartman. South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. And Neil Page, played by Steve Martin in planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Sure. And it a lot. One, glory, oh, and one uh,
2: glorious scene.
3: And uh, Otto West from A Fish Called Wine. Asshole! That's what he yells. Number four, oh, Tommy wow. DeVito, played by Harvey Keitel, in Goodfellas. Nope. Joe Pesci. Number three, Gunnery Sergeant Joe, uh, Hartman. Joe, Joe, Joe Pesci in Goodfellas. Arlie Ermey. Ermey. With metal Jacket. Uh, I, have, I recognize that. Numero Dos, Tanner Boyle. Played by Chris Barnes and Bad News Bears, Infamous.
4: he was uh, originally uh, on my list. Yeah, he got
3: pumped. And number one is the old man Parker, played by Darren McGavin in A Christmas Story. Oh, good one.
4: He does cuss, and in, yeah. that, that's where I, I was talking about. Like, you know, PG PG thirteen movies where like it's it's jarring because yeah. they're not supposed to cuss, but they cuss even away. though we don't actually hear it. Yeah, clever pick would have been. Uh, like fantastic Mr. Fox, sure he cusses up a storm.
2: He does, definitely.
4: Much like uh, what's her name does in A Good Place. What the fork? Who's what the that? fork? Is this? Oh, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, she's married figured. to uh, Dax. Shepherd. Oh, Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell, yeah. Good place. Good place. Really good show. What, what the like? French toast? What the French toast? <laughs> it's hilarious because she's like in this like heaven, right? Have you seen Good Place? A little bit, yeah. She's I saw like really one. Yeah, really, really funny. And uh, she realizes like she's in the afterlife, and she's like a filthy like woman. you know. And, and she's like, I don't understand what the fork is going on. What the fork is? Because it's an NBC oh, she show. Can't, she can't get and she's it like, out. why can't I say fork? <laughs> <laughs> it's really great. That's it's really true. good shit, yeah.
2: Uh, also rants for me, uh, Bad News Bears, Bad Santa, Plain Trains. Uh, 48 oh. Hours has some good cursing in it. Uh, the Wolf of Wall Street, I believe, has the most... Number of the F words uh, for a big studio. Mm, pick, I right?
4: found a uh, swear nation or swear cast or yeah, yeah. swear nation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the uh, it's the trailer park boys uh, movie. Like I guess it's like nice. their characters after like they trailer park boys doesn't continue. They made a movie called swear net. net. Swear net. There you go. Don't don't, Scar- don't don't placate me. There you go, Brian.
2: Scarface, Casino. Donnie Darko has a good uh, foul mouth exchange. Don't you they suck a fuck? Happy Gilmore uh, played for last because they uh, bleep it out. Uh, King's Speech has a good uh, burst. Uh, Where the Millers, which you have not seen, or has a fun uh, scene involving a spider. Yeah, a spider bite. And uh, Whiplash has some good cursing in there. <laughs>
4: yes, it I got Tony Montana on my list. Uh, You're uh, rushing or dragging, Brian? Uh, Tanner Boyle. I actually even have a clip for Tanner. Here's a fun little fact that I, I learned about the uh, writer of Bad News Bears. Let's hear it. Bill Lancaster wrote it. He's only known that. for one other movie. Oh. The Thing. Oh. He's the lead reader on, writer on The Thing really? and Bad News Bears. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't see that coming. He had a good run there for about five years. Did not. Peter Blatty actually was a, I didn't know this about Peter Blatty before doing the research this week for uh, The Exorcist. He was a comedic writer and he switched genres mm. mid-career. And it's like, hey, what if I did something dark and brooding? <laughs> the little thing called The Exorcist. Uh and then my my uh one more also ran is uh Don Logan and sexy beast.
2: Yeah. Nice. Fuck
4: not. All right. Sexy beast. All right. Brian, you're else? tired, aren't you? I can tell you. I'm you're
2: a little just, tired. I'm wilting. Well, I'm
4: wilting. Yeah, you're just you're giving me that thing like where if I was being interviewed by someone who's just checked out, I don't like it. Well to be fair, you're drinking
2: a whiskey and I'm uh I'm tr- not drinking tr- tr- my tears. Why are you crying? I'm not, I'm just tired.
4: It's I'm a very small... To pick- Maybe two fingers of whiskey over here. Two fingers. Yeah. All right. Let's get out of here. Let's gamble. Gambling.
3: Last week, we uh, gambled that's on. fine. Brian's number one for the Vault. Blue Beetle. Yeah. Anderson gets 62. Brian's 70. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. With 203 reviews, actual Rotten Tomato score is 76%. This what? is making Brian the winner.
4: This is that's a sad Unbelievable. Day. I thought it was way lower than that. It's nope. Fresh. How is that 76? It is fresh. What the oh. fuck? See that's what I'm talking about, guys. What are you doing? It, it's pretty bad.
2: I, I I would actually. I dare I say. Did
4: you feel dirty I'd about let, the win, Brian? I would. Let, no. Yes. No. Can we can we say this though without yeah. without getting in trouble? Like if if it was all white actors in this movie, and it was like white themed, sure. is there any fucking way that this movie is a '76?
2: No, it's uh it's a slightly more fun Morbius,
4: which was what probably '40s or something. Yeah. That's oh, what I'm no, saying. I'm not, I'm, I'm the, I'm not I'm saying racist shit here at all. I'm saying that you fucking critics are part of the problem because you're propping movies up like this that are allowing, I don't know what the box office is, but it's allowing studios to say, hey, yeah, see, we're doing a good job Certified over here.
3: Fresh, and then people go, oh, it's good. And then they see it and they go, I, I thought, yeah, was it bad? I kind of thought it was bad. Yeah. They say it's good.
4: I don't know what the audience uh, rating is. Well, Maybe. you find that out. I'm afraid of this. Yeah. So I, I would know. like to Maybe hear from listeners who actually entire.
2: legitimately thought this was a good movie. I, I need to be convinced, or at least
4: see your point of view.
3: Do you want to guess what the audience score is? I'm afraid,
4: because, I mean, I could see I could see people wanting to... Oh, Christ, I don't know. I'm just going to shut up. 50 uh, is 55. I'm going to say 82. No. 92. Yeah. No. With over 1,000 wow. reviews. Yeah.
2: Shit, maybe I'm the wrong one. I'm not, but I have to say
4: that. That just tells me that a bunch of people like Brian watched it and then checked out the uh, critic score and then decided to score it.
2: Yeah, one. yeah, that's what I did. All right. All right, what are we gambling on this week?
4: Well, we're doing
3: a uh, bait and switch. Oh, we're doing Turismo. Gran Turismo. Well, we're
4: going to have us gamble on.
3: Grellder, Gerelda Grolda. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't know Fucking that Judy, is. Dench, no, De- Judy Dench No not Judy
4: Dench. Who's the hot blonde lady? Maren?
3: Helen Mirren, there she mm. is. Couldn't tell you.
4: I get Judy Dench and Helen Mirren. They couldn't look any more different. No, but they're, but in, the they're, they're in the same space. Same yeah. space. They definitely are. Oh my god. They're both like dames, I think, right? Yes. All right, I got a number. I'm okay. I got
2: a number. Okay, I got a number. Ready?
4: One.
2: That's not one.
4: Two. Oh. 70. Seventy-nine. What are yours? Seventy.
2: I think there's some... Well, I asked if it was Disney because there's got to be some feel-good general appeal to this.
4: They're doing that thing where they're trying to... Uh,
2: the trailer is awful.
4: They're trying to bring video games in up a up realistic way to the if big screen. You threw up my lawn. Because this, this is a true story based on a video game that's transferring to, it's that thing where you know people play Tecmo Bowl and it's like you can't play football, but with car racing maybe you can. They actually put it to the test, and this is the true life story of that, which is interesting. You want me to take these nerds and turn them into athletes? Yeah. That's what he says, right? The Stranger Things.
3: I wouldn't when you, be surprised if it's right. When you crash the in the game, you start over. When yes. You crash in the course, you die.
4: Yeah, the trailer's not good. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I'll give really you that. <laughs> I'll give you that. It's a bad trailer. I'm still <laughs> excited because it's Neil Blomkamp, and uh, I have not learned. It is. I didn't know. I've not learned my Neil Blomkamp lessons yet. He hasn't
3: made anything fresh in fucking twenty years. I don't
4: give a fuck because Chappie rules. I don't give a shit what the critics say. <laughs> Chappie, have you seen Chappie? I haven't. <gasps> How do I don't want to make you watch dude, Chappie, dude? Over- we will be quoting Chappie no. for the next two years.
2: And and Avery way oversells it.
4: I don't. It's, don't? it's <laughs> fucking rules. I don't. Chappie. All right, right now. Anyone who's is listening, is it streaming to, anywhere? That's what I'm doing right now. That's exactly what I'm doing right now. If
3: it's streaming, I'll, I'll find a spot either this week or. Next I might week. go
4: home and watch it right now. If it's streaming, if it's heist crimes, hard. fuck, fourteen ninety
3: nine. That's a, that's a that's a tough
4: sell. Shit! Yeah. What the? That's still. The only way you can watch it is to buy it. My daughter's sleeping. Really? Not anymore. She's Fifteen dollars. <laughs> ah, uh, it's worth it though. <laughs> it is so fucking good. <laughs> I think you might have to appreciate the ant word a little bit.
3: Well, yeah. if a listener happens to come across some sort of link that would transport <laughs> me to a screen Gotta watch it where a it happened of. to be playing and sent it to contacttfv at gmail.com. My finger might slip and it might start playing. I,
2: it's, it's, a four, I, it's a $4 rental. on Amazon.
3: Where? What?
4: I'm looking at Just Watch.
3: That's what I'm looking at. Chaplin? Am I not
4: looking at Ch- Just Watch?
3: You're looking at Charlie Chaplin.
4: No, okay, I see. Uh, for whatever, when you type, when you have the, uh, whatever. I might
3: have you subsidized it. you might have thrown me two
4: bucks to see this. I, I'll give you $4 cash right now. <laughs> I'm, watch I'm telling you. If you give me
3: $4 cash, I'll watch Chappie. Okay, let's get out of here. I'll watch Chappie in the next two weeks. Currently, with I reviews. I give you five, you watch it before
2: next week? We're still gambling. With
3: 107 reviews, the current Rotten Tomato score is 59%. Uh, that's, 59? That's, that's, that's what 59. I'll be seeing. 59. Oh, terrible. Yeah, you're, not looking here's good. Here's four bucks. All right.
4: I just gave Avery four right. hours uh, That's how much I, I love watch Chappie. No, no. Oh, you know what? Here's the concern. What's the concern? I'm, I'm bankrolling your Chappie viewing experience. <laughs> Are you going to feel uh, obligated to like this? No. Are you sure? Oh, I'll shit on it if it's bad. Okay, good, yeah. I trust him because I've seen him on stage. He's got I'll a be, lot of I'll confidence. I'll be mad that you didn't give me more money to see <laughs> that piece of this, shit. This
2: could go up by 20 points.
4: No, it can't go up by 20. Although points. my time
3: is worth more than $2 a fucking hour. Are you kidding me? <laughs> hey, let me ask you a question seriously. Like,
4: I'm skip- so jealous you get to watch Chappie for the first time. Can I skip this? Chappie? Can we
3: skip
2: Grand Turismo?
4: I can tell you I'm not skipping it. I'm not allowed to because it was on my top five uh, most anticipated oh. summer. So I will cover this one. Uh. I have already uh committed to it. I might hate watch this. What? I'm Grand? So angry. I'm yeah. So angry. And my Terryzee.
3: Cuz I might I, I might like it cuz it's <sighs> terrible.
4: I might just watch a uh, what's it what's the what's the uh the, the what movie? Yes, the movie.
2: Grand oh, Torino. Tres- Grand Tres-
3: Gran Grand Torino. Grand Torino. Grand Turismo somebody please make that list of
4: arts with Ooh. Anderson and Chappie which one's, which one's better? That, that'll be the question next week which one's uh, better? Gran Turismo or Gran Torino?
3: hard to say this is gonna be tough because I don't
2: like Gran Torino uh,
4: <laughs> I didn't like Dur- Gran Torino Gran Torino was very bad in many ways but it was very funny uh, in many ways too he's out front he's just looking at his neighbor who just happens to be an old Asian woman
2: he's scowling
4: yeah, just, he calls her like dragon lady or something just Filled with racial epithets, epithets,
2: epithets, 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 epithets. Ep-
4: oh, Avery, how? Give me my four bucks back. I want to. I want to watch Chappie gonna, <laughs> I want to pay for my Chappie.
2: Speaking <laughs> of racial epithets, every other show that's coming up. Uh,
3: next week. So we'll plug it next week. It's a Comedy confessional September first. Check it out at Confess Comedy on Instagram to grab your tickets. Uh, it'll be a good time.
4: Chappie does that really, really cheesy things where, where they're a bunch of robots and they all look identical. Of course, Chappie, like he loses an arm early on before he even becomes Chappie. Yeah. And they give him a yellow one. So now you can identify him in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> it's a trope, but it, it works because I mean, it, it helps you as an audience member.
2: I'm laughing at the listener. Alert. First of all, flawless uh, Photoshop. Yes. Secondly, where am I wearing sunglasses? Where, where is that even seen? Hard to say. Hard to say.
3: Thanks, oh, Zach Robinson. Is this a new uh, contributor? He's contributed at least once or twice before.
2: Glad to have you on board, Zach. Excellent work. Check his listener art right out andersonandbryan.com. Madly Madley and Dub is our featured artist. Check them out at andersonandbryan.com. Where else can you look? Patreon.com slash the film to join up. Join us for the uh watch along on Sunday. It'll be house. Not house. The House, starring Will Ferrell. 1977's House. Andersonandbrian.com is a website where the Amazon link exists. Instagram, Anderson and Brian. TikTok, Anderson and Brian. YouTube, The Film Vault Podcast. Facebook, Twitter, The Film Vault. Thank you, Giovanni, for your very long emails. Mitch Burns for tabulating all of these uh, votes. Mike Cole for helping with the gambling. And, of course, Eric Kath for running the YouTube page. You're doing a great job. Appreciate you. Check out Loaded for Bear, uh, while you got the time and contribute if you can. And uh, anything else?
4: No, I can tell you if you uh join us on Sunday night, we're gonna hear a lot of see a lot of this in the, ch- in the chat. Uh, what am I watching? What's what, going on? What is happening? Why why is this happening? Do you like watermelons? No, I like bananas. Bananas, that's a quote from the movie. Um, the uh, one of the
2: uh, this is a snails and oysters thing, like uh, no, like I don't
4: think it makes that much sense. Uh, the feature. Uh, user review on IMDb uh, currently is, uh, it, here's the the headline, and it, this is about House. An ingeniously bizarre fairy tale, easily one of the weirdest flicks ever made. That's what we'll be watching Sunday Exciting. night. Exciting. Yes.
2: Well, I'll be there with bells on. Uh, hope to see you all there. And until next time.
4: We do it for Van Gogh.